0: Call in at 303 690 3000. Let's join Calvary Live
4: right now. Welcome, everyone, to today's edition of Calvary Live. I'm blessed to be back with you and uh, to be able to take your calls, your questions, and your prayer requests. My name is Jeff Figs of Calvary Chapel Greeley with you. Been away for a couple weeks uh, for different reasons, but I'm so glad to be with you back on this Monday. Those of you on Grace FM, Along the Front Range of Colorado and into Southern Wyoming and Radio by Grace. Uh, you are listening live on this Monday, the 25th of July. Pray you're doing well. We are in the heat of summer, the dog days of summer, but give me a call. I'd love to hear from you. And that number you just heard for you to get on the air is 303 690 3000. So grab one of those open lines. We need to catch up. Uh, maybe you got some questions, maybe you got prayer requests i uh, love to hear from you, so again, welcome everyone who's listening live today, whether you're listening online, uh, maybe on the mobile app, the Grace FM mobile app, or uh, the website on your computer. We even get international listeners, and if you are listening overseas, we welcome you as well, so glad that you've taken the time to join us, but three zero three six nine zero three thousand is the number for you to get on the air, got all open lines right now. Give me a call. Let's talk about the things of the Lord. Let's go to the Word of the Lord. This is your show, so give me a call here on Calvary Live. There's another way for you to be able to uh, ask a question or to give a prayer request, and that's through a dedicated text line. And that number is 720-336-0897. It's for texting only. Make sure you're safe when you text. Uh, No one will answer that line. You can't leave a message or anything. Um, but seven two zero three three six oh eight nine seven that is also a twenty four hour seven day a week prayer line that you can give a prayer request, and I want you to know that because it's a good resource for you to know that there are people that are going to be praying for you the the pastoral staff prayer team at Calvary Church in Aurora where grace f m originates will be looking at those and will be praying for you and um and we need to be praying for one another. But during this hour, um, as time permits, we'll go to the text line. But we got all open lines right now. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line seven two zero three three six zero eight nine seven. 720-336-0897. Again, my name is Jeff Fix of Calvary Chapel Greeley in northern Colorado. And just as it is here in Colorado, as it is in much of the nation, it is hot, and uh, it is uh, the middle of summer, I pray you're doing well, handling the heat okay, but I'd love to talk to you and uh, just be able to bless you. I also want to welcome those who are week-delayed listening on their radio networks, Hope FM, Truth FM, Higher Rock Radio in Idaho. Uh, You get to call in and talk to the host. Uh, You get to talk to me today, and then we have our conversation. Uh, We pray together, whatever the case may be. And then you get to be able to listen to it next week. So just a week delayed. But Hope FM, Truth FM, you guys, you've been a part of our Calvary Live family for a number of years there in Philadelphia and Baltimore and New Jersey. And um, love to hear from you. Give give me a call. 303 690 3000 is the call in number. And we got a couple open lines. Let's go to Carla in Nebraska, Potter, Nebraska. Carla? Hello. You're on Calvary Live. Thank you for calling.
1: Oh, thank you for being here. I love Grace FM.
4: Good. I'm glad you're blessed. Go Did ahead. Do
1: you want me to ask? Oh, yeah. well, I'm a new believer. I recently just got born again, and God just took me out of a very, very dark place into the light, and I'm so, so grateful. But uh, amen. But Amen. I still Amen. spend, yeah, that okay. praise the Lord, that's for sure. Um, I still spend a lot of my time in worry over silly, we're, we're not even talking big things, we're just talking little silly things, and I just ruin my day by doing that, and I think I don't have enough faith or or trust, I'm not sure, but I just wondering if you have anything to say about that.
4: Yeah, absolutely, Carla. And you know, it, it blesses me to hear that. You know, Peter writes that he's taken us out of the darkness into his marvelous light, and you described that exactly in your conversion and becoming a new believer and being saved again, and and the joy that you have of of knowing Christ. It is in your heart, and you have the hope of heaven have relationship with the Father. It's so glorious. But it doesn't mean that as we travel through life that we don't become ones that we experience, you know, anxiety. We we worry about things. And you, you said that those are little things. To you, they're not little things. But we can worry about uh, the things that uh, that we face and challenges and, and just wondering in our lives. And the Lord desires to bring comfort to you. He desires for us to to trust in him and his promises that he's there. And one of the verses that I want to give to you is in the book of Philippians. And in the book of Philippians, Paul's writing this letter to the Philippian church while he's in prison, and he doesn't know what's going to happen to him. Uh, he's chained to a Roman guard. Um, he is going to face Caesar Nero. Caesar Nero eventually would persecute the, the Christians very heavily. It would be eventually in Paul's second imprisonment that Nero has Paul beheaded. But in this first imprisonment, as uh, you read the book of Acts, Paul goes through a series of trials where he appealed to Caesar, and he's under house arrest for two years, and he writes the prison epistles uh, as he's chained to a Roman guard. And you just sense a a peace. Uh, The whole theme of Philippians, the book, is joy. There's this peace. There's this rest. He says essentially to the Philippian believers that he had a close relationship with. He said, you know, my chains are for the furtherance of the gospel. It's it's evident with the palace guard. Some of the soldiers were getting saved being chained to Paul the Apostle. And can you imagine uh, that you were chained to Paul the Apostle? Do you think he would witness to you? Of course he did, and he would pray for you. And so he says, you know, at the end of the epistle, that those of the palace guard greet you as well, you know, brothers in the Lord. But he writes in chapter 4, he said, not knowing um, what's going to happen, if he's going to be put to death or he's going to be released, he says this, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ. So he says, listen, you don't have to be anxious, but through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. And certainly um, you um, will um, you know, have those times where you're feeling a little anxious and stuff, but this Word of God says, go to the Lord. You can give your requests, your supplications. We're invited to do that with thanksgiving, to thank the Lord that I belong to you. Lord, you see me. You love me. And he says that he'll give you a peace that passes understanding. And even in those times that we worry about, I don't understand what's going to happen. I don't understand why I'm in this circumstance. But Lord, you're going to give me a peace that passes understanding to guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Um, Carla, one of the things that I would do is that I would um, you know, read the Psalms, go through the Psalms, because the Psalms bring comfort to you. And just keep reading the Word of God. And the Lord not only wants you to trust in Him, He wants you to rest in Him. And I think that's the hard part. It's just resting in His love and resting in His promises that He's there with you. He promises He'll never leave you or forsake you. And you are adopted daughter of the King, and you can cry out, Abba, Father, Romans chapter 8 declares. Uh, You can say, Papa, that's what that word, Abba, means, Papa, because you have a relationship with him, him, and he loves you. And so you keep going to the Lord, keep praying, and uh, with thanksgiving, and the peace of God will begin to reign in your heart. Thank you. Can I pray for you?
5: Please.
4: Father, I thank you for Carla there in Nebraska. She found Grace FM. She came to, to eternal life through Jesus Christ, new in the faith. But, Lord, as we go through life, we can worry, and we get anxious about things. And I pray that the Word of God would bring comfort to her, that she can come to you in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, and she does. She's thankful that she's been brought out of the darkness into your marvelous light. She's thankful that she has eternal life. She's thankful that she has relationship with the Father where she can cry out, Abba, Father. So I mm-hmm. pray that you give her a peace that passes understanding, that she would stand on the promises that you have for her, that you'll never leave her or her forsake her. You're with her always. And, Lord, that your promises are true, that you desire and you promise to supply all our needs in Christ Jesus. And, Lord, that you're there with us. and. So, Lord, work in her heart, grow her, help her to keep growing in the Word of God, and be comforted by your Word. And I just pray for your blessing and strength in every way. And just, Lord, um, that peace to rule in her heart. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen. Blessings, Carla.
4: You call back any time, okay? Okay. Okay. All right. God bless you. you. 303-690-3000 303-690-3000 is the call-in number, the text line 720-336-0897. I think that's an important verse for all of us because we're in a day where we become anxious, and there's a lot of things to be anxious about. So uh, give me a call. we got got uh, an open line or two open lines, and um, love to talk with you, and and uh, good to hear from somebody in Nebraska. we got listeners from all over the country. It's so good and such a blessing, to especially... Uh, when i hear somebody who's a new believer um it's so wonderful to hear god is working in these days let's go to rudy in denver rudy hi you're on Calvary life thank you for calling
5: yes sir and definitely god is working in these days because <laughs> definitely working with me and it's i love my life yeah. in christ i love my life yeah. in christ and it's... my call today is for prayer for uh, just for, for 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 the wisdom and 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 the words that I really don't know when yeah. from the Holy Spirit that I don't know when I'm when I'm approached by these. There's a couple of individuals I've been working the irregular hours, so I really haven't called the, sta- the station in a while because I could get in trouble being in the truck and on the camera. But I took some time to make this call for prayer for some of my friends that I'm working with.
4: Yeah, well, that, They to want to get, get close. You,
5: they want it. It's there. I'm there. You know, and it's I'm. So I originally called for uh Nick Katie's book to see where to get mm-hmm. it, uh the a God yeah. I won't believe in. Yeah. And I got Good some quote. information on that, thank God, and I just want some prayer just for just, just for wisdom and Absolutely. the you know the the, the 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 sincerity, love that I need to show to my brothers who yeah. want I know they want it. I know they I know they wanna when they hear my testimonial of my transformation through Christ, they yep. they they think they they know they know yeah. it's for real, but they there's just something in between them and God that I, I want to take away, and I just I just want I just want prayer yeah. for that.
4: You know, and I'm going to pray for you. And you do have a wonderful testimony. Your whole family, you know, your wife, you, you guys are being used of the Lord, and keep being a light. And you know, one of the things, Rudy, is we're going through the Book of Daniel. And in between chapter four of Daniel and chapter five, there's a time space of about close to 20 years. And Daniel was, you know, he served Nebuchadnezzar, his right-hand man, for all those years. And then after the death of Nebuchadnezzar, the kingdom begins to decline. There's a series of kings that eventually Belshazzar becomes the king. He's co-ruler. And not a whole lot is heard of from Daniel at that time. He's kind of out of the public eye. But I believe Daniel was praying, and I believe Daniel was just open to the leading of the Lord to use him when the Lord had that opportunity for him to do that. So almost 20 years later, Daniel comes out. Belshazzar has that party in chapter 5. You probably know the chapter. And the handwriting's on the wall. And and Belshazzar, you know, he's terrified, he's afraid. And then all of a sudden, the queen comes out, which is maybe perhaps the uh, the widow of Nebuchadnezzar says, hey, this this man, Daniel, you need to call him. And Daniel came out and interpreted the handwriting on the wall. You know, you just keep praying, and you just be open to when the Lord is going to say, okay, today I'm going to use you to speak truth into people's lives. And, you know, prayer is powerful. Your, your witness um, is powerful in the way that you live, in your conduct, in your speech— In your faith, in your love, Paul told Timothy, be an example in those things. But you be ready, because the time will come, Rudy, where you're going to come out and you're going to interpret the handwriting on the wall. Because people are confused right now. People are confused and they're wondering, and you have the answer. So I pray for my brother. I pray for Rudy. I just pray that you would bless him. And Lord, he does have a wonderful testimony. It's good to hear from him again. I pray that you bless him and his family, and as he's working hard for his family, um, Lord, taking the time out, uh, I pray that you would just give him wisdom, give him patience, direct him, and the doors that you open, that you would open for him to speak truth, and Lord, that uh, in his life, his conduct and his speech, and Lord, his faith and his purity and his love, that it would be an example to others, and Lord, when the time comes that He would be able to speak truth into their lives. He wouldn't be frustrated, but Lord, just looking for that time that Lord that you want to use him. So Lord, I thank you for him. I pray you bless him and guide him and direct him in every way in Jesus' name. Amen.
3: Amen and
5: amen. Thank you.
4: Thank, thank you, you so brother. much. All you right, bet. when I
5: get some when I get some more time away from the from uh from this truck that records everything that I do, I will call back with some feedback okay. on these guys that I'm praying for and that I have in mind. But thank you guys.
4: You bet, Rudy. Okay. All right, is the calling number. I believe we've got a couple open lines. So give me a call. Maybe you need prayer. Maybe you just prayer to be a light and a witness to others. And, you know, I believe God wants to use us in the days in which we are in. He wants us to be a voice of truth. He wants us to be an example of the gospel. Because you see, the gospel is not just words that we speak, but how we live our life. Um, it, it's you know living the gospel, believing the gospel, standing on the gospel, and and a lot of times people that they'll watch you first. They will watch you, your conduct, your speech, your behavior, your um, you know purity. They'll they'll look at your faith. They'll look at those things that we are told to be an example to, in, as Paul told Timothy, be an example in these things. And then oftentimes when things get difficult or things get hard or they get confusing, they will come to you and you have opportunity to give the gospel at those times. But just looking for, you know, those those the prompting of the Lord, the leading of the Lord, the discernment that the Lord will give to you to speak those words of the gospel in people's lives. But live the gospel as well, and that's very, very important. Three oh three six nine oh three thousand is the call in number and then 720-336-0897 is the text line. My name again, Jeff Figgs of Calvary Chapel Greeley with you on this Monday, hot July day. Pray you're doing well. If you can take a minute to give me a call and uh, I'd love to talk to you and pray with you just as we've been doing. And we're going to go back to the phone lines here. Uh, Wani um, in Strasbourg. Wani. Hi.
2: Yes. Hi. Thank you, dear Wani, for taking my call. Um, Thank I'm you calling for calling. My in Christ. Um, mm-hmm. He is a follower of Christ, but he has struggled for the last fifty some years with alcohol addiction. and mm. uh, it is re- last he was in ICU they had to do heart um, and couldn't because they could not pressure or rhythm tomorrow. It's imperative that he has this open-heart surgery to check some blockages. And he's been home since Friday and really struggled, you know, because he consumed so much alcohol. Um, They didn't really want him to go through the DTs because it could kill him. So just prayer for the family. The wife has been so faithful. Loving him Mm -hmm. through all of this for the last 55 years. And his adult children are all saved and grandchildren, but the whole family is just needing a lot of prayer, a lot of peace right
4: now. Well, Father, we do pray. I thank you for my sister who cares for this man, that he knows you, but he has struggled. He's with addiction, and and Lord, all the years of alcohol, and the the problems, and the um, damage that it does to a body, to kidneys to to hearts. Lord, um, we just pray for him. And as he's going to have open heart surgery, I just pray that you be with the surgeons, that you would be with the team that will be with him. Lord, we pray for his family, that you give them comfort. I thank you that his family is saved. But Lord, they have a loved one right now that is in um, a very difficult situation. And Lord, we just pray for you to Um, bring him through the surgery. And then, uh, Lord, if he does make it through the surgery, if it's your will to free him from the alcoholism, from the bondage of it, uh, I pray for a brand new beginning for this man. And, Lord, that uh, you would uh, just do that work in his life. Be with his family. Uh, Lord, just bring the comfort that they need right now as they trust in you, as they look to you during this time. And I just pray that you would show yourself strong on his behalf that you would bring healing in every way, not just physically into his heart and with the surgery, but also freeing him from a bondage that has he has been in for 55 years. And so, Lord, we lift him up to you for you to bring healing, for you to bring freedom, for you to bring restoring. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.
2: Amen. Thank you, Pastor
4: Jeff. Thank you. You bet. God bless you guys out there in Strasbourg. Good to hear from you. Thanks. I believe we got all open lines right now. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number, the text line 720-336-0897. You know, Strasburg is out um, in the eastern plains east of Denver. And uh, I just want to uh, right now pray for our farmers out there in the Bennett area. Weld County up here is uh, talking to somebody who farms and. Um, water is just a little bit short and, and it's going to be harvest time pretty soon. And, uh, so we just want to pray for that time. It, we don't always think of those things, but food is, is something that, uh, you know, we go to the grocery store and we don't think where it comes from. Uh, but I'm so grateful for you who work the land. Um, and those of you who are in other places that are listening to this radio program, uh, we got relatives up in Minnesota that have farms, Hey, just lately, um, we were able to see those farms, and uh, just grateful for you who work the land and um, and feed us. Uh, we just pray, Lord, that as harvest will be coming uh, next month, uh, that they'd have the water to finish out their crops, uh, that they would have a good harvest. I know wheat's being harvested right now uh, throughout the Midwest and here in Colorado, um, and Lord, I just Thank you for them who work so hard, and it reminds me of what Second Timothy, chapter two says that we as Christians are to be like that working farmer. There's a harvest that is out there, and just as they'll be harvesting to feed us, um, to fill our grocery stores, uh, we thank you for their labor, we thank you for their sweat, uh, and we thank you, uh, Lord, that you provide. But also, I pray that we, in the spiritual realm, that we would remember that we're to be like the hardworking farmer and that looks out across the field. And he does all that hard work because he knows that there's a harvest that is coming. And we know that there's a harvest that you have for us, Lord, um, a harvest of souls, even as Jesus said that the harvest is plentiful. Pray for laborers to go out into the field. And we do pray for that, especially in the days, because there is going to be that harvest of the church when you're going to come for us, uh, you come for us individually and um but Lord I, I think of the rapture of the church that uh is before us. We don't know the day or the hour, but Lord, um even as uh we see in the scriptures that you're gonna gather us to yourself. So Lord, we want to, to bring people into that harvest and we want to bless them and you know with the gospel. And um so we just pray for the harvest next month. Um, as they may be even starting in some areas, the wheat and other things. And we just give thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. I just thought it would be appropriate to do that, to give thanks. We don't always think about that, but uh, you guys out there have been working hard you know, since this spring. We're very grateful for you. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. Text line 720-336-0897. Give me a text if you get a chance. And in the meantime, let's go to Maryland, Annapolis, Douglas on line three. Hi, hey, Douglas. Hey, Pastor
6: Jeff, how are you, sir?
4: I'm good. How are you?
6: Hey, doing good, doing good, man. Hey, um, yeah, just have a prayer request. I'm a small group leader in my church, and um, mm-hmm. we're currently going through the Book of Daniel. Just wrapped up uh, chapter two, um, speaking about the. Fiery Furnace, and, you know, just Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego's uh, faith, and yeah. just, it's it's so encouraging, and yet, you know, it's a it's a challenging word, too, because I feel, I know, you know, us believers here in the United States, you know, we're kind of a bit of an anomaly in terms of, uh, you know, severe persecution and oh. um you know my my prayer is you know it just for strength over the brothers and sisters and i don't know i just feel like the holy spirit um has put that on my heart for um for me to be kind of like a voice to my local congregation about you know being ready and you know if yeah if god leads us into you know a very tough season in this country that we would not bend our knee, that we would, you know, be as uh Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and, you know, have that right. courage, have that faith. And yeah, so I guess just prayer for, you know, just for me, I guess for wisdom yeah. to uh, just encourage the brothers and sisters and um, that God's spirit would just be over my small group.
4: Yeah, absolutely. It's a great chapter, chapter three. I mean, they believe that at that that ceremony, that 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 opening of this this image that Nebuchadnezzar had made, and he made it all of gold, right? And I think it was in defiance of Chapter Two, that remembered that Daniel said that you're the head of gold, Nebuchadnezzar, but you're going to be replaced by the chest and arms of silver. And here it is, you know, years later, and Nebuchadnezzar, full of pride, he says, "I'm making a statue full of, you know, that's going to be all gold." My kingdom isn't going to end. Complete defiance against God. They said there's between all the officials of Babylon are there. They said that there's two to three hundred thousand people at that dedication ceremony. And all of a sudden the music plays and everybody drops. And they're standing there as three guys. Isn't that amazing? And they get thrown into the burning, fiery furnace. And so, you know, it's an encouragement to us that the Lord is with us in the fire and I think that there may be fiery times for us as we stand for the Lord. So, Father, I just pray as before we go to break, I pray for Douglas. I thank you for him calling. That is, he's leading this study, that, that it would be a great encouragement to those he gets to minister to. That it is the perilous times, Paul would write, very difficult days. And, Lord, that we would stand in the midst of the fire knowing that you're with us. And even as they were in the fire, the only thing that got burnt was the things that had them bound up. And, Lord, to just free us to live for you, to love you. Lord, I just pray for wisdom for Douglas. I just pray that you would anoint him and continue to use him as he brings the Word of God to encourage people in the days in which we are in. And, Lord, I just pray this in Jesus' name. Hey, Douglas, thank you, brother. Appreciate you calling. You hear the music. We're going to break here. We're going to be right back on the other side of the break, I believe that we have an open line 303-690-3000. Grab that open line. We'll be right back.
0: Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now.
4: Welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live. We got full lines right now. We're going to go to the phone lines in just a second, but welcome. You heard those numbers. When somebody hangs up, it means that there's an open line. So we've got plenty of time to take phone calls in the second half. And you heard that number, 303-690-3000, to get on air. And then the text line, 720-336-0897. Wanted to just once again let you know, I'm Jeff Figs of Calvary Chapel Greeley, back with you. So good to be back after being gone for a couple weeks. And perhaps you've been on vacation or traveling, and uh, you've had that time of rest. Uh, but I want to remind us that our true rest is going to be found in the Lord um, and if you are planning, because we're heading into August, maybe perhaps you're wanting to get away uh, before school starts you know, next month, uh, always remember to take the Lord with you and, um, and just be blessed in the things of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we want to bless you in this next half hour. We've got full lines, so let's go ahead and go to the phone lines. Let's go to Brian in Baltimore. Brian? Brian, are you there? Okay, Brian. He, um, Brian asked the question, is there any evidence or description in in the Bible of spiritual breakthroughs? And uh, kind of an interesting question. So, Brian, if you get a chance, it's a term that is um, used a lot um, today in some circles of Christianity, spiritual breakthroughs or spiritual overcome comers or things like that, and... And I think it's important for us to look at those definitions. An overcomer is just simply a believer. First John five five, uh, he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God is an overcomer. Um, but um, you know, uh, if you get a chance, give me a call back. We can see what exactly what you're talking about. But it's a good question, Brian. So sorry that we missed you. In the meantime, we got an open line three zero three six nine zero three thousand is the call in number. Let's go to Bree in Loveland. Hi, Bree.
7: Hello.
4: You're on Calvary Live.
7: Oh, thank you for taking my call.
4: Absolutely. I'm,
7: I'm concerned about something. I thought you could clarify. Okay. I I felt Go a, a good and blessed thing that I went off of a antidepressant. Mm-hmm. Um. And I did this with I wanted to be more awake in my life and not in a state of mm-hmm. um, of confusion. Well, I've had a tremendous anxiety ever since, and fear and when I redevoted my life to Christ some months ago i have this notion that somehow this feeling that I carry, that I pray about every day, um, that it somehow speaks to my faith. If I believe in um, Jesus as my Lord and Savior, when I have this feeling of anxiety, does it demonstrate
4: a lack of faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that's something that you're dealing with. And, you know, I read a verse to somebody who was feeling the same way, a new believer in the beginning of the show. And, and Paul would write, "...to be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus." So I think a real key for you, Bree, is to, to be in prayer, to be looking to the Lord. And one of the things I said to her that I have to remember is, you know, we can trust in the Lord. We Sometimes people say, well, you have to have more faith. <clears throat> you have to, you know, have faith, you know. And, and Jesus said, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can move mountains. Now, mustard seed's pretty small. So our faith can waver. Our faith can seem weak. But the way that we build up our faith is faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God, standing on the promises of God. And I think that just the the reading of the word of God brings comfort to us. Reading the Psalms, I know that in those times where I'm feeling sorrow and, and feeling grief or feeling down, or it feels like my faith is wavering or you know just uh, faltering, that. I go through the Psalms. I read the promises of God. It just builds me up and strengthens my, my inner soul, and it strengthens also my mind. And as I just pray to the Lord, Lord, I know you're there. You love me. And he desires to minister that comfort to you because he's the God of all comfort who comforts us in all of our tribulations. And, you know, even this month, Bree, uh was a tough month because of a loss of a, a friend of mine, a pastor, uh, that was on my board. Uh, him and his wife got into a car accident in Montana on the 4th of July and and went home to be with the Lord. And it brought great sorrow to, to me and my wife and to a lot in our congregation, people that we know from his church that's not far away from us. But the comfort has come by just seeking the Lord, by looking to him, um, by not just trusting in him, and faith is trusting in the Lord and the promises of the Lord, but coming to that place of resting in him. Just resting that, Lord, I know you're true. I know your word is true, that you care for me, and that you're with me. And so I'm going to pray for that, Bree, as you're on this journey. And, and um and, you know, just to, to encourage you that he desires to do that work, to bringing you a peace that passes understanding. I think another thing for me is, I want to understand things. And when it comes particularly, and I don't know you know, all that you're going through, but the Lord does. But when I go through times where I don't understand, why did that happen? Um, I don't understand. I can fall back into things that I do understand. And that is the love of Christ and the promises of Christ, the comfort of Christ. And he desires to give us that peace that passes understanding um, because we're not going to have understanding in everything. So I hope that encourages you, that the Lord, he is the God of comfort that comforts us in all of our tribulations, and he desires to do that work in you. And, um, and you have faith, you know, you wouldn't be calling if you didn't have faith. But he desires for you to build up your faith as you go to him, and as you give thanksgiving to him, and as you read the word of the Lord, because faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. And you're going to see him just doing that work moment by moment, day by day. And Father, I do pray for my sister. I just pray that you would just be with her. And she's a believer. She belongs to you. She needs your help. She needs her help in her soul, Lord, in her mind, uh, in her spirit, to build her up. As she comes to give uh, her requests, um, and her request is this, that you would just help her have that joy that you desire for us to have that peace that passes understanding, the comfort that she needs to rest in your love and in your promises. And I pray that you would do that work for her. And, Lord, that she would look to you knowing that you are real and you promise never to leave us or forsake us. So, Lord, just bring that comfort to her that she needs and the peace that rules in her heart. And, Lord, just bring that calmness and that rest to her. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.
7: Amen. Thank Be you. praying
4: for you, Bree. God bless you.
7: Thank you so much.
4: You bet, absolutely. Okay, 303-690-3000. Let's see where we're at. Um, I think we have an open line, of course we do when somebody hangs up. So, we're going to continue with the phone line Susan in Kentucky. Hi, Susan. Susan? Okay, Susan, she wanted prayer. And um, somebody who's married into the military and um, for a young lady and and pretty tough and a whole lot of support, that she needs more support. So, Father, we just pray for a young lady in the military. We thank you for um, her husband's service. And, Lord, we just pray that she finds herself... um, just with the challenges that come with that and the lack of support she feels, that that you would bring that support to her, uh, bring uh, uh, Christians into her life, uh, another sister. uh, Lord, that you'd help her with whatever it is, the challenges that are in their marriage. So Lord, thank you that Susan called. uh, She wasn't able to hang on, but Lord, you know what's going on with her friend. And um, I just pray that you would just uh, minister to them in a very powerful way, in a very real way, and it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen and amen. 303-690-3000, calling number. we got two open lines. Text line 720-336-0897. Let's go to Todd in Aurora. Todd? Hey. Todd, you there?
3: Hey. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Pastor Jeff.
4: Hey, you're on Calvary Live.
3: Hey. Um, I just wanted to talk to you about, um, in the book of Luke, chapter 8, I think it's 9 through uh, 18 or something like that, and it talks about um, a tax collector and his prayer, and, you know, from another individual on his prayer, but the the Lord really looked up to his, um, the tax collectors humility and and you know the way he was praying you know and we don't need to be like judgmental or on others and even if it's like a tax collector or something like that we need to be praying for them because their circumstances might be as the same as ours but i that um, that those proverbs or whatever it is in the Bible, and where it does speak about the tax collector, it's just really captured my heart lately, and and uh, with my family, and and you know, uh, it just it just really impacted me.
4: Yeah, and you know, he tells that parable the Pharisees and the tax collector in Luke chapter eighteen. And it's an important parable because he talks about the tax collector who went up to the temple and and the Pharisee. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, and that's the thing. He prayed thus with himself, God, I thank you that I'm not like other men, like unjust adulterers, even as that tax collector. And, of course, tax collectors were hated back then. And I do this. I fast twice a week. I give tithes and all of that. I, you know, possess um, all that I possess, you know, and the Pharisees were ones that they tithed of everything. They tithed even of the er- seeds of the herbs in their in their garden. <clears throat> they would separate it out, and they'd say, "Okay, nine seeds for me, one for God." And they were boasting about it. And that's what this Pharisee was doing. Uh, it, it's like, Lord, you're so blessed to have me because I'm so righteous. I'm so good. But then the tax collector standing afar off would not so much as raise his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I think there's a very important thing that is there for us, and that is that we come to God in humility. We come to God realizing that we can't come on our own righteousness. And that's what Jesus is showing in that parable, um, that we don't come saying, I'm so great, I'm so wonderful, look at me, uh, you know, the one who went away justified is the one who said that I am a sinner. And he wouldn't even look up in heaven and um, be merciful to me. And Jesus said, That is the one that went away justified. And Jesus, in the Synoptic Gospels, in Luke's Gospel, particularly in Matthew's Gospel, he would say that if you want to be, you know, receive the kingdom of God, you must humble yourself as a child, come in childlike faith. We must realize that we are a sinner and that he said that if you want to be great in the kingdom, um, you receive a child in my name. He, he talks about being the servant of all. And here's the thing. You bring up something very important, Todd, that um, as uh, we talk about leadership, whether it's leading your family, leading your children, that it is done in humility. And some people think that humility is a sign of weakness, it's not a sign of weakness. Humility and, and recognizing our need for God and his forgiveness and grace is a sign of strength. It is pride and arrogance and thinking that, God, you owe me something, and I'm so wonderful and great. All of our righteousness are as filthy rags before the Lord, is what Isaiah says. But to understand this, that you know, as we serve others and as we come in humility, knowing that we're sinners, that God is merciful and God is good, and that takes real strength, and that's going to help you in leading your family. It's going to help you in just serving the body of Christ. We do it in humility um, because God will deal with pride, and pride is such a terrible sin. Uh, Pride is something that caused Lucifer to fall and become Satan. He said, I will exalt myself. I'll sit on the throne. I want to be worshiped. And pride goes before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. Of course, what Proverbs sixteen tells us. So you're bringing up an important point, and you want to be really strong. You know, it includes the meekness, that strength under control, and the humility towards the Lord, and knowing our need and recognizing our need for Him, and that He uses us not because of us, He uses us in spite of in spite of us. So hopefully that's right. a encouragement to you. So it, it Father, does,
3: I, and you know, yeah. in a way that I, I just want to say something, and also in a way it teaches us how to pray in humility.
4: Yeah, exactly. And you know, we are to pray in humility, and you know, it's just amazing that that God invites us to come and pray. But when you know, one of the things, one of the things you'll notice, I was just thinking of this. In the book of Romans, you can go through all those you know, 11 chapters of great, amazing you know, theology that Paul gives to us. And then in chapter 12, he begins that section to present ourselves as a living sacrifice because of the mercies of God, that we may know what is that good and perfect and acceptable will of God. So he begins to write about how to live for the Lord. And the very first thing that he says in chapter 12 is, don't think too highly of yourself. We never want to get to that point where we think too highly of ourselves. And it can happen. It can happen to us in ministry. We can think, oh, look, the people are coming. People are listening to my Bible studies. I'm, I'm pretty smart. I'm pretty good. No, it, it's only by the grace of God and in humility to, to move forward in serving the Lord, being thankful to him, that he would allow us to do this incredible work, whether that's leading your family, ministering to your wife, to your kids, because that's where ministry begins. And and to serve in the body of Christ, to come in humility every time, you know, in the fear of the Lord and in humility of the Lord and in thankfulness to the Lord. So you bring up a very good point.
3: Well, thank you, Pastor Jeff. I would like to have some prayer. And Thanks. you know, it's it's sometimes hard for Christians, you know. You could ask somebody, Hey, can I prayer have pray, you know, pray for you today? Or even in your own family. And then you get the cold shoulder and so forth. But then you just got to remember what would Jesus say or what Jesus did and how he handled it. And, you know, he um, he was very graceful and merciful. And I just want to have that clarity and wisdom and that inner strength, just like Jesus did.
4: So, Father, I pray for Todd. I thank you for his call and as he ministers to his wife and his family and um, desiring to be that spiritual leader in this family and to his children, his uh, grandchildren, his um, Lord, just as he prays for them, as he desires to be light to them, uh, to to do it in a dependency on you, in humility and the fear of the Lord. Lord, um, I just pray that you would bless him, just grow him, have discernment and wisdom that he needs to be able to minister to them. I thank you that he has this desire, and I know that you're going to honor that. You're going to honor his life and his heart in wanting to be the leader that you've called him to be, uh, the father, the grandfather, the uh, Lord, the uh, husband that you've called him to be, and the man of God. So guide him, direct him, strengthen him, give him wisdom and discernment, and it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.
3: Amen. Thanks, Todd. Thank you, Jeff.
4: You bet. God bless you. God bless you and your family. Family so important. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number, text line 720-336-0897. Let's go to Gloria in Greeley. Gloria? Yes. Welcome to Calvary Live.
8: Thank you. I'm briefly going to just ask you to pray for me and my family I'm having a lot of problems right now. I uh, lost my mom just a couple of months ago, and I had been taking care of her for 60-plus years and uh, lost my husband as well. And so it's been pretty hard for me. I I, I was the only child, and it's, it's just devastating at times. I just feel all alone. I've known the Lord for. 30 years, and I know he's been my one and my all, or else I wouldn't be here right now to tell you the truth. Yeah, glory. And yeah. I do, I'm grieving, and I I just, you know, my marriage was very special. The Lord, I waited for the Lord to give me a godly, fearing man, and he blessed me with one for 26 years, and then he went home to be with the Lord one day because of his kidney failure he had. And I thought I was just getting over it, but I never get over it, you know, because he was so special and then I took care, started taking care of my mom she moved in with me and then I I lost her like I said and um, first the Lord and then and then her she's been she was my all and right now there's just yeah. times sometimes I don't feel like You're I alone. even want to go anymore you know it's been very yeah. hard for me.
4: Well I'm so sorry Gloria and you know the Lord wants you to trust in him day by day moment by moment, and you're grieving right now. And grief is a very, very deep thing. It's a very difficult journey, the loss of your husband and now the loss of your mom that you took care of, that you love very, very deeply. And um, and I just pray um, that you would just look to the Lord in this time to know that he's with you. He is the God of comfort who comforts us in all of our tribulations, as Paul would write in Second Corinthians, And he wrote that, you know, we were pressed beyond measure, is what Paul would write, um, you know, in knowing that God is the God of all comfort. And he desires to supernaturally do that to you and give to you. And David, you know, one of the things that, as I've already mentioned a couple times on the show, is going through the Psalms and finding comfort in the Psalms. That's what I do when I'm grieving very, very deeply and david in psalm sixty one he had you know was out in the wilderness and and had gone through loss. you know he had lost the kingdom at this time, his son had overthrown you know him uh, usurping the throne, he was grieving over his son because his son eventually would end up dying, being put to death, but he's out he doesn't know what's happening he's empty, he feels all alone. He writes this that hear my cry, O God, and then attend to the my prayer. From the end of the earth I will cry to you and my heart is overwhelmed, and lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For you have been a shelter for me, a strong tower from the enemy, and I will abide in your tabernacle forever, and I will trust in the shelter of your wings. He felt like he was at the end of his world, and you feel the same way. But he says this, that that Lord I can call out to you, and Lord you lead me to that place of stability, to the rock that is higher than I. You be a shelter to me and a strong tower, and I will just abide with you, stay close to you. And the Lord desires to comfort you, and I know it's hard and a difficult journey. And, you know, you said something that um, that is very important. We never, you know, people will say, well, you need to get over it, or you will get over it. You never get over it. The Lord will help you get through it. But when you love somebody deeply, like you have your husband— that you lost and your mother, um, y- he will help you get through this time of sorrow and difficulty, and to strengthen you in those times that you need it, and to bring that joy back into your life that you need as well. So, um, just just want to um, be an encouragement to you, and um, you know, and don't give up. You know, you said you don't want to move forward. Um, and I heard that cry. Um, but, you know, you call us here at the church. There are people to help you. But day by day, moment by moment, there are people there to help you and encourage you and to pray with you. And we're here to pray with you as well. Okay?
8: Okay. Okay. I'm just praying okay. for my daughter. She's going through a lot right now. This is, okay. She just needs a lot of prayer, and so does my son, and That would be
4: great. Father, I pray for glory. She's hurting right now. And and Lord, I just pray that that you just be with her. She's lost two very important people in her life that she loved dearly, her husband, even though it's been years, and Lord, her mother. But I, I pray for the comfort that only you can truly give would come to her heart and to her soul, Lord. She would know that she's not alone, that you're with her, and she has people here that, that can help her and encourage her and bless her, Lord. Um, I just pray that you would, Lord, just uh, minister to her heart and um, strengthen her, praise for her children. Uh, I just pray that you would just, you know where they're at, what they're going through, that you would draw them to you, um, that you would work in their lives in a way that you desire. And Lord, that she would see that. And um, we just lift this family up to you. I lift Gloria up to you in this time of grief and sorrow. And I'm reminded of how Jesus is described to us, that he's a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And he knows what Gloria is going through. And I just pray that she would sense your presence, Lord. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen.
8: Thank you, Thank you, Pastor. I appreciate it.
4: Gloria, you call me anytime. Okay. I will. Thank you so much. God bless you. You bet, absolutely. They're very difficult when we go through sorrow and loss, and uh, is very, very hard. But I just want to kind of end the show by letting you know that um, you know the Lord is there, and and we don't get over it, but the Lord desires for us to get through it. I do want to go back to Susan in Kentucky real quick. Susan? Yes. Hey, we got about two minutes, so I'm glad you Um, called back.
9: We can do it. We can do it. Um, Jeff, I caught your show for the first time ever. Um, Mm -hmm. I was driving, running eight hours of errands, you know, kind of stressful and everything, and I put the radio on and caught you, and and I thought, oh, I'm going to call about this issue because it came to my attention this morning briefly. Um, I served in the church with a lady for like 10 years in the music uh, field before she prematurely kind of uh, freakishly passed away. And she was left with an only daughter who's married to a military man. And everyone, everyone, everyone knows that the relationship is is not good for for this young lady. She's demure. She's humble. uh, She's sweet. She's smart. She's so much like her mom, and we feel as though she's trapped. Uh, Even her oldest daughter moved out of the state to go to college so that she wouldn't be exposed, and she's not permitted to talk with her daughter. It's just a lot of bondage and control. um,
4: Susan, let's go ahead and pray, because we're about ready to go off the air in about 60 seconds. So I thank you, Lord, that Susan was able to get through. You know the circumstances. She wants prayer for a young lady married into the military. Um, Lord, just a difficult situation, a tough marriage. Um, And, Lord, not with a whole lot of support. And and we just pray for her. We just pray that uh, her husband uh, would be drawn to you, that um, you would just minister to his heart, the things that need to be, that you would help her. Um, Lord, during this tough time, bring people into her life that can have access to her. And Lord, just work miracle, Just restore this marriage. Bring um, the things that need to be brought uh, to bring this marriage into a place, uh, Lord, where there is understanding and freedom. And Lord, we just pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, God bless you guys. Had a busy day. I'll be back, Lord willing, tomorrow at the same time on Calvary Live. Everyone have a great, great evening. God bless you.